right, guys, big episode of the Nordy's podcast. The Wild are attempting to get revenge on the Stars. We lay to rest the Minnesota Timberwolves. We predict what the Vikings will do in the draft, and we discuss why the Loons are so boring. Here we go. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm happy to be here to support you mostly. Yeah. Because I know you're going through it. Sports are not fun. I don't know why we still like sports, but we do a sports podcast, so we're going to have to talk through it with you guys. It'll be like a therapy session, and if, if you feel the way I feel about a lot of sports, maybe it will be good for you too. Here's the good news. Neither of your teams went up to zip. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't yeah. have to quit sports. I don't have to just quit Although your case fan. for quitting sports is really stronger than ever. Yeah. I mean, we I'm not even going to spend time talking about the Premier League, but I'm not going to run for it either from it either. Mm, right. My team, the Arsenal, they should be the easy shoe and champions. Yeah. And they've absolutely fumbled it. They fumbled the bag, dude. So badly. Draw, draw, draw. Draw, draw, draw against mostly bad teams. They were up two against Liverpool and they drew. They were up yeah. two against uh, West Ham, and they drew, and then they were down two, <laughs> and we pulled out a draw. <laughs> and they pulled the draw out at the end, and it it felt bad every bit of the way. So, yeah. for those of you guys who are always trying to, um, you hate my gloating about the one time Arsenal's good, and you're cheering for demi- my demise. Well, well, here you go. Yeah, you got but it. But also, you're a sicko. Yeah, dude, give him something. <laughs> my God, throw the dude a Arsenal bone. is just. I I want to apologize publicly to all Arsenal fans. Me bringing Minnesota sports fandom into the Arsenal family um, has been really bad. And you really put wrong. that stank on them. I did. I I brought it with me. I think maybe I'm the problem. Yeah, I mean for sure. Yes. If Taylor Swift can admit it, then so can you. I can. I'm the problem. It's me. Okay. When it comes to sports. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we have a big episode for you guys here. But before we jump into it, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. What a deal. What a Love deal. Love it. Welcome. All right, Jim, what are we drinking today? Dude, this is it's very timely, actually. This is Fair State's Legalize Big Doinks Super Duper Extra Dank West Coast IPA. Uh, you know, they're big supporters of legalizing cannabis products here in Minnesota, which is wonderful. Sounds like it might happen in the next month or so, which is crazy. Uh, but this beer is just wild. Like it's easy to drink, but it is so hop flavorful that it tastes like marijuana. I don't know how else to describe it. I wouldn't know. Wouldn't know what that tastes like. You would have no idea, but I can tell you. I wouldn't know. From some experience. Um, but, but I do think, yes, that's what it tastes like. Yeah. And yeah, I think this is really a uh, cool can, uh, delicious beer. We are we are pro uh, West Coast IPA podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know what? This is on the bitter side. And uh, for the time being, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm enjoying them going back to their bitter roots after going to their. Um, it's just soft, yeah. fruity, whatever. Yeah, um, like, I don't know northeast I think, shit. I think that the the uh, what really we need to figure out though is a Midwest IPA. Why? Well, what's it going to be? It's, it's if like, it's anything like the pizza, it's going to suck ass. It's like a combo of the two. It's like the tasty pizza of beer. It's like hoppy Simcoe. <laughs> <laughs> Just boring as fuck. 
Uh, no, we're good on that. I don't. I, I don't know though. Like Detroit style pizza, I'm here for that. Dude, your guy Will Ferrell is just front ice and front court on everything. He's going back and forth. Yeah, just saw him. Saw him at the Kings game. So what's up? Who you don't think Detroit style pizza is good? No, I do like Detroit style pizza. You hate yeah. Chicago style pizza? I'm fine with it. It's pretty gross. I mean, it's just different. It's like a casserole. What is the just pizza? like I don't like a giant bite of cheese, and that's really what you're getting with yeah, Chicago. Like too are. much cheese. Yeah. Um. It's I mean, like, New York style. I guess I probably haven't had it. Pr- like I haven't properly tasted it. Although you're I going will. in June, I'll get some uh, pizza and I'll com- stack I it up. I think you need to like do your research and find like the best New York pizza spots and go to like three of them. Yeah. If anybody is listening and has one in mind, shoot it over to the pod. Uh, I'll try to work it in. But there's, I guess, this spot where there's like you can walk between like three or four blocks and hit like three of the most famous slices. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna try to do that. I like that. Okay. What up? So here we go. We have to jump into topic A, and that this week is the Minnesota Wild. I love that, as they should be. They should be. And this team, we've talked a lot. We had Mark Parrish on a few weeks ago. We talked a lot of Wild then. And our whole take has been, hey, we know this isn't the Wild's year. Um, but it's great that they're still going for it and that they're still a really competitive team. When we're filming this, or when we're recording this, I guess, um, they are currently down after two periods, one nothing in game four uh, to the Stars. We're coming back. We're coming back. We're going to win this thing. And uh, the optimism is flowing here at the Nordies Podcast when it comes to the Wild. Um, we haven't even had scoring, really. We have one goal from Kaprizov and zero through almost four games from Matt Boldy. So the two big weapons on offense have a combined one goal so far. So that's that should be a good sign that, that should, we're still winning games. Yeah, last year when this you know this, last year Kaprizov was scoring, but he was the only one right. scoring. <laughs> and this year we're getting you know a bunch of scoring from pretty much all of the lines at this point. A bunch of guys have stepped up. Guys like Zuccarello and Hartman um, and Johansson have all stepped up in big ways. And, you know, um, when they've had Gustafson in that, they've gotten amazing goaltending as well. So do you think that they just stick with Gustafson now? Because they're uh, like, yep, we're going to go back I and forth. But depends. here we go. Game four. They did not switch so, back to So Flurry. when we're, you know, you guys have the, you guys are, you know, the result by the time you guys are listening to this episode. But yeah. We'll just say this game goes to double overtime. Okay. And we win. All right. That sounds And we sick. win in double overtime. And... I could imagine a scenario where up 3-1, coming off of a really hard game, yep. that they would go back to Flurry and let Gustafson rest for game six, knowing if we lose this game, we still have two to get it done, including one at home. And in Gustafson would start both and of those. And he'd be fresh, and their goalie is just going to keep on rolling and maybe be more tired. So I could imagine a scenario where they did that, but I think if this game, this series stays within one game, then... It's got to be it's Gus. It's got to be Gus. He's playing quite well. He's and been a lot. Obviously, the one time Flurry was out there was trouble. But it was, yeah, it we kind of fell apart in every aspect. So yeah. So I do think that this team, it's it's a different wild team than we've seen in previous years. I feel like always the wild were like the team that didn't have any superstars, but also wasn't a tough team. <laughs> right. Which was like <laughs> That's a, a really weird place to weird be. place to make up your team, like. It always felt like we kind of lost the physical matchups in series, but didn't have like a superstar player either. That you could count on for some points every game. Now we have a superstar in Kaprizov, but I also feel like we have been this big, physical, mean, tough team. 
that has really been kind of like hunting Dallas players all over the rink. I love it. And I do love it. Fuck them up. And the only times that they've been able to respond is when guys are like Suter, Ryan Suter, who went from hero to zero here in Minnesota. Wow, is he hated now? Is, People are like ready to boycott Quick Trip because he used to do the ads for them. <laughs> Yeah, and it, the stories are coming out about how much of an asshole he was on the team and how people couldn't stand him, and the team, like the players, yeah, hate him Right at this point. So he's just an asshole. It's a fun guy to have a villain to cheer against, even if he used to be, was he the assistant captain of the team? Probably. Ugh, that didn't go well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, he's been a huge villain in this series, but overall, I mean, it's been really tough, fun playoff hockey, and I think that... It, you know, we should be proud of this wild team. They're not going to win the cup, but if they could get to round two, maybe have a meaningful series against Colorado. That'd be great. That'd be I, exciting. I would be as like, hell. you know what? We're coming. Just give us the two years of time to wait for the cap space to come. <laughs> right. And this team is going to blow up and we're going to win a cup. We're going to win a cup in the I, next I five think, years. I think that if there's one team I feel confident about, it's the wild. That's the only team that's close. Well, I mean, you know, the Vikings could be a couple moves away. The Vikings are like, like either they figure out the draft. Yeah. And they just draft like crazy and they suddenly have the best team and then Cousins is just set up for success. Or they have to go find a quarterback who can do it and can like get you over the hump. But that's the hardest thing to do maybe in all of sports. That's what everybody wants. That's to what do. every team in the league. All you got to do is to win do. the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's all you everybody. have to do. No, but all you have to do is like go find a generational talented quarterback. <laughs> yeah, like right. Every team is trying to do the same thing. It's like that's why they're paying people millions of dollars a year probably to make decisions on if this guy can win you a Super Bowl if you draft him. Even then, they just sh- crapshoot. It feels like it is. Yeah, even then, it's a crapshoot. So, um, yeah, we're we're pulling for the Wild. I do think they're going to win this series. I think even though they're down tonight and uh, it could go back to Dallas um, for two of three. Uh, I think that the wild have been the better team. And I think that's pretty exciting, which is great. That's exciting, dude. Yeah. What, what more can you ask for from a team that, like you said, we shouldn't really have this expectation of winning it all this year. Yeah. And if we can just get the offense to show up a little more, like if we can just get Kaprizov and Boldy to get cruising and get a couple, I think that this could be a team that could give everyone in the league fits win or lose, you know, just could, could play with anybody. That will be fun. I'm actually watching, dude. You'd be so proud. I am proud. You you have... Uh, I've really stepped up. I think it's it's been a way for you to cope. <laughs> With the... Just to have like, you know, two eggs in my basket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I kind of feel that Maybe way too. After all of the other sports have gone to hell, like I'm like, well, at least the Wild are playing all right. Yeah, dude. Um, so we can talk about our other team. That's the Minnesota Timberwolves. And we're yeah. here to bury them before they're even dead. Yeah, I mean, they're going to play tonight, and that could be it. Um, this is before they play. I mean, it's no one's ever come back from a three-zip deficit. Especially so, against a one-seed? Especially. I mean, yeah, it's just not going to happen, and that's okay. I mean, it's the, the season was disappointing at many different levels, many different times, and these final losses here aren't really killing me because... Mm-hmm. Dude, once you, you just get the play in, once you got in there, I was like, well, it's over, you know, and it is. My thought There's, was, you're not going anywhere. The, the, my, my thought on the Timberwolves is once you've lived in hell, you're not so stressed about a sunburn. Ooh. That's I how like I, that. that's how I feel about the Timberwolves. I like that. Like, it just, when, when you get burned <laughs> now, you're just like, been there. <laughs> been there. All my char- nerve endings are fried. Charred off. skin already, yeah. my guy. Not worried about it. Like, <laughs> 
this team has been in hell for 30 years. Yeah. You know? like, and I've been right there with them. I know. And it's just like, it's hard to get really upset. And I think that the fact that we care more than we have in the past is a really positive sign. Yeah. The, but it's just a life of And then really tortures. the only other positive sign is Ant yeah. doing, you know, continuing to set records, even in the playoffs where, you know, no no player under 21 has what, like gone for more than 35 two games in a row. And yeah. like there's only a few players that have gotten 41 I think in it was that like, age. It was like LeBron, him. Tracy McGrady, McGrady Kobe. And, no, it was LeBron, Ant. McGrady and Doncic and Doncic, yeah. yeah. So like, that's that's, that's a lead company. That's, that's all, dude. That's all that matters. And here's the thing: we would like to see Towns play better, oh. not because we even want him, but he has gone. He, his last two games has been like seven for thirty-seven or something, seven for twenty-eight or something, and uh, nine turnovers. Um, just really, really worthless. He's just like hasn't shown up now in two years in a row in the playoffs. And and in reality, he has, um, is it three playoff wins ever? Um, not including play in games. Don't count that. You don't count the playing games. He has three wins in eight years. Did we get two wins against the Grizzlies? Yes. Yeah. We got two against and and one against the Rockets. So in eight years and having the fourth biggest contract in the history of the league, He's given us three playoff wins. It's just not acceptable. And I'm not even sure he was good in all of those games. We don't know. I'm not going to go back and check the tape. Um, for all I know, he just kind of stayed out of the way, and and we we won anyways. Yeah, it's it's really rough. Uh, you know, even if we weren't going to keep him, we want to trade him for a lot. And I don't think that a team that would maybe consider getting him to boost themselves into a like a more favorable position for the playoffs is going to want that guy. And he's no longer the guy that's like everyone's going to look at to be, well, this is the number one dude I can build around. No, he's going to be an addition piece. Even though he'll he'll be he'll get a lot uh, in a trade, it's yeah. still just like... I think that, that his value is not as high as it would have been because I think he's just showing time and time again that he for sure isn't a number one. Yeah, right. He for sure isn't. So, I mean, that hurts his value a bit, but... The thing in the NBA is that it's really fucking hard for the small market teams to ever land stars. You have to draft them. You're never going to sign them. Mm -hmm. So it's really difficult for them. So I can imagine a team that maybe doesn't hit with the pick to get one of the top two guys in this draft. A team like, say, Charlotte doesn't get it or Detroit doesn't get it. Or, you know, one of these teams that that is going to be in the sweepstakes for... um, why can't I think of the, the lottery yeah, picks? What, what's the big guy's name this year? Uh, Wembenyama. Wembenyama. Yeah. So is. if yeah. you're if you miss out the Wembenyama, Wemben, oh gosh, Wembenyama stakes. Wembenyama. Yeah. <laughs> He's can't I can't it. do it. I, uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to learn. Hey, there was a time that nobody could say Antetokounmpo. Wembenyama. No, it's Yama. Yama. So you, <laughs> <laughs> you almost fucking had it too. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll check it out. We'll check it next week. Okay, but but you you miss out on that sweepstakes, and you're saying uh, instead of taking a guy at three, maybe I package some pieces and go get Towns. Mm-hmm. So I do think there will be interest because it's the NBA and it's hard to compete, and there's not a ton of great players. So I think even if we want to swallow our pride and trade Gobert, yeah, we can. Yeah, but would you trade both? Hell yes, and yeah. re-sign Nasrid, yeah, and then bring in another big man in one of those trades. 
and then bring in pieces that fit with Ant and then have a, hopefully a high draft pick because of it. You know, like mm-hmm. I think that if you traded both of them, you'd really have to swallow your pride with Rudy. But I think if you traded Rudy and Towns in like the same week, the fans would be more excited about the fact that we are kind of rebooting than that than like making the Wolves like eat crow for oh, dude, trading. All we all we are is embarrassing. I ha- dude, we can get we get blown out by the Lakers. You know, it it doesn't bother me anymore. I get that we're a joke. And yeah. there's nothing we can really do to make ourselves more of a joke. What about our boy Jordan, though? Yeah, he is embarrassing himself. No, no, no. His... What about our boy Jordan getting posted by the Timberwolves store on Twitter? I didn't see it. Yeah. No way. Oh, they used him as like a model or yeah, something? Let's yeah. go, dude. I did not see that. Yeah. Our guy, Jordan, Timberwolves team store posted the Wolves back shirt with him modeling it on their official account. Let's go. Well, he is Mr. Wolves back. He is Mr. Wolves back, but also... Overall, Wolves are back. If you look at like a grand scheme of things, but this year ain't Wolves back Here's my honest take. Why? I even said, I tweeted it in response to this. I said, why haven't the Timberwolves PR team hired him yet? I don't know. He's He's, he's busy. He's fucking like the best wedding DJ in the state at this point, dude. Yeah. He, he can't. Just, he needs to be working. Get the golden handcuffs with the know. wedding stuff. Uh, yeah. So in the end, I want to play a quick game called "Will They Be Back?" Okay. Okay. I'm like going to be five people, and you can't say you can give me a spiel in the middle of it if you want them to be back. But will they be back? Yeah. Okay? I'll just. We can answer quick, and then we'll revisit. Okay. Um. First one is Finch. Yes. You think Finch will be back? Because he's developed the young talent, yes, I think he will. And I think some fans will not be happy about that, especially if we get swept. But I will be okay with it. I think that he's 100% gone. Okay. Because he isn't going to be... He wasn't the choice of of anyone there. Yeah. He wasn't the choice of Connolly. He wasn't the choice of A-Rod and Lori. You know, like, he just wasn't... He wasn't anyone's choice that is running the show here. So... Do I think he's a bad coach? No, but I just think they're exactly. going to say they're going to make him kind of the fall guy in this. I don't know. I think that they, when we go through the rest of this list and we get rid of players, that he didn't, it, dude, he didn't pick this fucking roster. He didn't make that move for, for Gobert. He didn't get Towns out the whole damn year, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think this is really on him, although you do, there is a culture issue with losing big games and big moments and your star is not showing up. Yeah. And that is very concerning. It is. Um, but dude, overall he has, what do you say? The best second most wins of any coach ever. I mean, he's an above average coach and honestly, that's maybe all we can hope for right now. All right, Tim Connolly. So I'm going to preface this by saying he's under contract. He is, but the wizard's job is open and him and his wife are both from the DC area. So I would a lot be... of people are kind of, are kind of speculating that maybe he will take that job. I mean, if he literally came in here and dropped a fucking French go-better bomb on us and took off and it imploded our entire plan, I would be so fucking furious if he leaves. I mean, at this point, he hasn't done anything. I mean, he got the 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 trade for um, Conley, which I like. Mm-hmm. Mike has been good. That's been better. Uh, but... Overall, the team is doing worse than they did last year. That's a huge problem. That's on Conley. Yeah. Tim. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think that he is probably still here. I yeah. think so, too. Yeah. I think he's back. Yeah. All right, how about this one? Mike Connolly Jr. He's under contract for one more year. 
Mm-hmm. I think the Wolves are happy with him. Yeah. But he is a big contract that maybe strategically they'll need to move. Do you think he'll be back or not? It probably depends on the other names you're going to say. Um, but I, that's why you, you put this one first, I suppose. Yeah, it's a little less less controversial. I think that he will because I'm going to say that some other guys won't. Okay. Um, next up, Rudy Gobert. This one is maybe I, the I, hardest I, one on the list. It is so hard because... Do they swallow their pride and get what they can? He'll he'll be worth something to somebody. I yes. mean, he's still a big time player. He's probably worth. But you're going to get good pick and a good player. You're going to get half of what you gave up, probably. Yeah. Um, but you know, if if half of that is one fucking first round pick, and it's a couple guys that help your team now, then you do it because he's not helping really. Yeah. He hasn't improved our rebounding that much. He is a he's good for 12 points like that anybody can do that Nas does that so I'm gonna say my an update since I haven't been good at telling everyone I think Finch is gone I think uh Connolly the GM is back mm-hmm. I think Connolly the point guard is back okay I think Gobert is back okay I think that is probably most likely but I don't want it to happen and then finally Carl Anthony Towns it's time to move on it is it it's is. It's time to go. It's not working here. It's not. And I think he wants to go. And I think mm-hmm. the Wolves want him to go. And I think Ant wants him to go. Yeah. And I think the fans want him to go. And I think his people want him to go. I think every party in this knows it needs to be done. I think he has too many bad memories here with his mom dying here and fucking like his first coach dies. Flip. Like he was here for that. Um, I think it's all negative for him. And he is... Even now, you know, after a big loss, he's not posting like, guys, like it's time to, you know, rally as a team. He posts stuff about his mom. That's like, dude, he is still like a broken man. Yeah. And, and it, it it shows on the court. He just like, I don't know. I uh, He wants to be a star player, but he's not. He's not. Not here. He's not here at all. And so I'm just curious as to places that maybe he could land. I mean, the big names will all come out. Okay. So mm-hmm. names that you'll hear, uh, the Knicks. Yeah, especially if they they're going to win this first round, maybe they get knocked out in the second. He's from round. Jersey. That sounds like Knicks he'd love that. Seems like a good option. Um, I would love to. Uh, I've mentioned it many, many, many times for dating back months. I'd love to trade mm-hmm. him for Mikael Bridges, who's with the Nets right now. Not sure they would do that. <laughs> I don't think they would now because Mikael Bridges I, has I been a fucking wouldn't. awesome. Um, I bet the Heat would be involved in any talk because the yeah. Heat are involved in every trade. Okay. Um, so I bet you'd hear their name. I bet you'll hear um, Butler for no. <laughs> I bet I don't know if they even have pieces we'd want, but I just think yeah. they'll be like the Heat are interested because yeah. they're interested in every trade. Um, I think you're going to hear from any lottery team that doesn't that gets a bad result. Okay. So maybe the Hornets do. Maybe you know uh, the Kings Detroit. possibly if they go out. Um, so I think like just teams that like are going to pick high that aren't going to get Henderson, aren't going to get Wembenyama, yeah. Wembenyana. Oh my God. You did not Yama. start this again. Wembenyama. Wembenyama. Oh my God, that was the first time. There All right, don't go. try it again. I'm don't not, push it. I'm gonna leave. Just it say that, that guy. Um, and so, you know, I do think a bunch of these teams are gonna be in on cat, and I think it is a way that we can stay competitive and build around Ant. Yeah. And I just think that they showed this year that they could be a decent team without Cat, led yeah. by Ant. Jaden's back, and you know, I think Gobert will be back, and I think you'll add another piece or two. And they're going to run at it again with a team that maybe is a little more cohesive. And you think a different coach coming in. I do think a different coach. I'm not even saying, like, I don't really care either way. I actually think um, 
what's annoying to me in basketball is that they go through coaches so fast. That's what I'm saying. And I don't like that. I actually think that's really bad for teams and really unhealthy. So I would be fine if he stays. And I, I don't care enough to fight for him if he's on the hot seat either. I just I don't really care. Yeah. I just don't really want they, – they're like, oh, I heard people talking about um, Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> And I was like, why? What is he even? Is he on like TV now? Like, why? I don't know. I don't, I don't well, there's Jeff Van Gundy, and he's definitely on TV. Yeah, and Stan was. Stan's like the fatter, every, yeah. fatter bro with the the big stash. Yeah, and I just like that's the kind of names I hear, and I'm like, no, I don't. That, that doesn't do anything for me. Like the the it's name, like, dude. We went and got a big name in Tibbs, and it sucked. It's like, so, dude, whatever. So the the piece that I would be looking at here, and I guess it will show you like what jobs are open and like how people think of the wolves job and organization now is if we could get the guy um, who people think is the, the next big deal. And he's the main, like the lead assistant for the bucks. Oh, really? I don't know his name, but he's kind of the guy that everybody's talking about as going to get a big job this year. Okay. So if they could go out and get a guy like that, who was, you know, the, the coveted coach out there, yep. that would change my mind a little bit. But if it's just like, go find a retread coach that's been, coaching on every team i don't really need that because they don't really need to keep winning they're like journeymen they could they yeah. just grab another job just somewhere else job from some other shitty mi- franchise millions until they get cut and paid out yeah I don't and then people that. start talking about him again next year like yeah so i i want to keep finch but nothing would surprise me okay well let's move on to uh, the nfl draft it's this week hey oh i think Good. that this is the most interesting draft that the vikings have had in a decade even though we don't have necessarily high picks? Yeah. Okay, so why? I'm so interested in what they're going to do, and I think that they're going to do something I don't like. Okay. Okay. So you're bracing yourself. Just, I'm bracing myself. So the, the Wolves are notorious for having tons of picks. I'm sorry, the, the Vikings. Yes. Notorious for having tons of picks. Over the past decade, I think we've had more picks than any other team. And we, even if we have a high pick, we just would rather have more picks. Yeah. So we trade them for I'm more usually, lower. Yeah. I'm usually fine with that. It right. didn't work out very well for us last year, but usually that's a decent strategy. Mm-hmm. So in this draft, we are picking 23rd. We're technically 24th, but one of the picks got vacated or forfeited by the Dolphins. So okay. we're picking 23rd in this draft. All right. So there's a lot of question marks about where this team's going, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think that people think good coach. Uh, good owners, great stadium, you know, good roster. Obviously, we have Justin Jefferson. We have a good offensive line now. We've got some good pieces all over the place, right? Right. Um, and then you have Cousins, whose time in Minnesota is coming to an end. Either, yeah, probably this will be his last year. It does I'm, feel I like I feel that. like I would... Like, I think he starts all our games. I think he he's your quarterback this year, and unless they, like, get to the final four... He's gone. Okay. Unless they get to the NFC Championship or beyond, they, I think he's he's gone next year. Okay. And, I believe that. And so I think they're bracing themselves for that. He offered a, a good deal, it sounds like, to them, and they said no. Oh, really? Yeah. So he was willing to take Not a little a, bit less, just knowing less that. Less than maybe he thought he could get if he yeah. was a free agent to stay, and he said no. And or they the Vikings said no. So yeah. I think that's the writings on the wall that he's in his late thirties now. He's made a ton of money. They don't think that they can win a Super Bowl with him, and they're ready to move on. So I think that this draft is really interesting because there's a ton of quarterbacks that people like in this draft, and then on top of that, um, the Vikings are in, on a pla- in a place where if they want, they could trade future firsts mm-hmm. and maybe players as we'll get to, even to get up higher in this draft. 
and go take their quarterback of the future. God, that'd be exciting. Or, you know, like in every draft, maybe one of the quarterbacks falls that people don't like as much, and he falls to the to us. And then maybe all the quarterbacks everyone loves, they go really quickly, and then we get stuck drafting a second-tier quarterback maybe earlier than people would imagine. And that's what you don't want to see. That's what I don't want to see. And then finally, maybe we say, you know what? We're just going to roll the dice with Cousins one more year. We'll figure out quarterback next year. And we're going to trade back because we don't have a second-round pick because we traded it for TJ Hawkinson. And we're yep. going to get more picks. Okay. So I think those are kind of the options in this draft. Um, so in this draft, we're going to have Bryce Young go number one. Okay. He's the undersized Alabama quarterback who everyone has pretty much thought was the consensus number one player. He's very undersized, but he's looks like a can't miss player beyond that. Right. He's going to go to Carolina Two is interesting because everyone assumed they were going to take a quarterback like CJ Stroud, but now they might wait till pick 12 or maybe trade up from pick 12 to try to get a second player. Cause they have two and 12. Oh, okay. And they might try to get a quarterback later or just skip quarterback. The, te- the Texans, the Texans. Okay. Um, at three is Arizona for the time being. They're not going to go for a quarterback. They're looking to maybe trade and get a haul at three for someone who wants to come up and get a quarterback. Okay, which at, could be... Could be maybe <laughs> the, Minnesota. Right. Then number four is the Viking. Or I'm sorry. That'd be Is sick. the Colts, and they need a quarterback. So they're okay. going to take one of the guys. Then there's a bunch of teams who are, had good seasons last year, made great <laughs> trades, ended up with high picks, and could draft a quarterback but don't need to, like Seattle and Detroit. Okay. Two rising teams with extra first-round picks that they nailed, um, getting them from Denver in the Russell Wilson trade and from L.A. in the Matt Stafford trade. Right. So they have these high picks. Maybe they take their quarterback of the future, let him sit on the bench for a year behind um, Goff or uh, Geno. Okay. So they are options. Then you have the Raiders, who have uh, Garoppolo as their quarterback at seven. Maybe they do. You have the Falcons, who have Desmond Ritter as their quarterback. Maybe they do. You have Tennessee, who's been in the mix trying to get one of these quarterbacks. So a lot of teams are kind of like jockeying around for position for these quarterbacks. Right. And if you don't need a quarterback, I mean, is there anybody... There's not, I mean, nobody's going to grab a running back in the first 10 picks anymore, right? So, like, there is a supposedly generational talent at running back in B. John Robinson. Okay. But, but I people, doubt that. I mean, yeah, sometimes it works out, you know. It's usually quarterbacks. If they're and, Derrick Henry and or something. Great defensive cool, but, players, like dominant defenders, yeah. corners and edge rushers or quarterbacks. So, is there some of those guys, too, that are going to go in there that, yes. like, people maybe wouldn't just trade out? Yes. Oh, they would. Okay. So, I'm going to give you my, my, predictions for what i think is going to happen yeah let's hear it man. i think there's three choices for us okay okay i think choice number one which is the one i'm kind of cheering for is that the vikings mortgage the future to move up and go get one of their guys and i think the most likely of those is anthony richardson the most athletic quarterback ever to be draft or to ever go to the combine and will be the most athletic quarterback ever to be drafted people are comparing him to cam newton to Jalen Hurts, to Josh Allen. But he only started 13 games in college, and he has a lot to learn as a passer. Wow. But he ran a 4-3. He's the most athletic quarterback in the history of football. He's a big boy? Big, fast, explosive, running quarterback with a huge arm. Okay. Who is very raw and would be really... He'd be like... Well, he'd have a year, though. He'd have a year um, to work on it. Think of less polished but more athletic Justin Fields. That sounds great. So I think... If we go up, he's kind of the high ceiling, low floor kind of player that I could imagine the, us going up to get. It's a big risk, dude. 
Um, so I think that's your one of your options. Option two, this is the doomsday scenario for me. And I think this is <laughs> so actually... So this is most likely to happen I think this then? Is, I, I do think this is the most likely. <laughs> okay. I think the most likely scenario is that the, the Vikings stay put and they draft 25-year-old torn ACL quarterback from Tennessee, Hendon Hooker. Mm. And that spooks me so much. You don't want this to. I do not. I, it's not that I don't think he could be good, but why are you drafting a 25-year-old quarterback with a torn ACL? He won't play this year. Mm-hmm. By the time he starts, he's 26. By the time he's in the third year of his deal, he's already a 27-year-old quarterback. I hate it. Mm. I hate it so much, and I think that's what's going to happen. Really? I do. And he'll just fall to us. I think he might just be there because that's... Because he's a 25-year-old with a torn ACL? Yeah, I think he probably should be a second or third-round pick, and I think someone's going to fall in love with him. And I've heard a lot of rumors that it's the Vikings. (laughs) No. Yeah. All right, so that's what we don't want to So if all the four quarterbacks go and the Vikings didn't trade up, we need to pray. Hendon Hooker? Hendon Hooker. We need to pray. Don't you want to get that Hooker jersey, though? I don't. I don't. I'm really... Even if he's good, it was such a risk that wasn't worth it, in my opinion. (laughs) Um, And then uh, I heard people compare him to Geno Smith... Kirk Cousins, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, like not all their playing styles, but like their kind of ability, like a middle of the pack QB. Okay. Um, and then finally, I think the third option is the Vikings trade down. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's also stock pretty up big. on defense. They just shit. need picks. They have no second round pick. They only have five picks total. I can imagine a scenario where they trade out of the first for a high second and a high third round pick. And just, I wish that when it started, they said, hey, the Vikings have traded out so I could turn it off. But yeah. you got to wait the whole time you do have to wait the until whole they're time. up. And then they'll go, the Vikings have switched picks with. Yeah. It's so weird. I do think that if they don't trade up or they don't draft Hennon Hooker, then they will be trading back. And I think that people should prepare themselves for that. And I, I'd be fine with that, too. Um, there's a bunch of cornerbacks. There's a bunch of receivers. I mean, they're going to go after one of those positions, it sounds like. So. Drafting That's, a QB is always oh, so exciting. We haven't done it in a long time. We've never drafted a quarterback in the top 10 in the history of the Vikings. That's insane. Which is crazy. We also, but think about this. We aren't a team that's known to have had good quarterbacks either. There could be some fucking relation here. Yeah. Really? They're right? Good. I They're mean, good. if you think of it like the, the Packers, you know, well, they've only had to do it a couple times, but they've hit both times. So, um, yeah. Actually, they traded for Favre. Oh, yeah. They traded for Favre, drafted Rodgers. And then Rodgers, they got late. Well, let's speak on Rodgers quick. There's a chance that Rodgers is going to be, I hope, oh my gosh, that would be (laughs) epic. Don't they need to figure the deal out and they can't get it done or something? Um, Yeah, they're going to get it done on draft night. I bet the second night of the draft is when it gets done. It'll be traded for like a second round pick or something. Um, He will be most likely on the move to the Jets um, next week, which feels uh, important. Yeah. The end of an era... Of a guy who just tormented us for a yeah. long time. Yeah, and turned out to just be a horrible human. Yeah, he's just the so worst. That was he's such interesting. a piece of shit. Um, and then uh, lastly, uh, with the Vikings, uh, there's a chance Daniil Hunter, who is not showing up to uh, offseason stuff now. Yeah. Uh, last year of a deal that wasn't a great deal for him, it sounds like. Um, he isn't showing up, so I think a trade is kind of likely. Maybe draft a trade for like a third-round pick. Okay. And then uh, Delvin Cook is another name to watch. I can imagine a scenario where he's dealt around the draft. Yeah. Weren't you expecting this to have happened? I was. Yeah. I'm actually pretty surprised he hasn't. Right. I think part of it was that when he had the shoulder surgery, he got more money guaranteed. 
But mm. also, I think teams are waiting to see at where what his health is at. So I think the Vikings are trying to make sure he's healthy and get that message out there. Yeah. So that teams would be more willing to trade for him. Okay. You know, we'd hate to see him go, but I think it makes a lot of sense. How about this one? Uh, Nicole Lynn, super agent. What do we know? Yeah, dude. So this is actually pretty cool. Well, you know, Jalen Hurts got the biggest contract ever in sports, I think. Like, definitely in football. And uh, Nicole Lynn, who is, you know, the the CEO of Clutch Sports, uh, she facilitated this deal. So she's kind of become like this super agent, which is really cool to see, you know, a young black woman in sports just kicking ass like this. And 50 Cent even just announced that he's going to do like a, a biopic series, like a limited series on her come up, which was crazy. It's just I mean, like she got hurt with like through a fucking DM. Like, I love it. Instagram DM, dude. So it's like um, she was like DMing Ari the athletes Gold. as they were getting drafted and like shooting them DMs and she got some of them. This is like, like a woman Ari Gold. Yeah. Story on TV. Yes. Let's go. Let's I go. I'm I mean, I, you know, I don't watch a lot of 50 Cent produced TV. You watch Power? No. Okay. So we don't we don't watch the power, but um yeah, I mean, good for her. I think it's a really cool story. All right. And then uh the other thing we have to talk about is the twins still leading the division, which is exciting. But we did this last year, if you remember, we were off to the hottest start and then Oh yeah, we won like it was like nine and one or something. Yeah, and then we absolutely crumbled and then we didn't make any we didn't trade people away at the deadline because we were still close, even though we had been like a terrible team for two months or three months yep. or something. Um, they are still they're They've cooled off. They're four and six in their last 10, but they're still getting great starting pitching. Mm-hmm. Sonny Gray. He won't be at the end of the season, but he looks like he's like a Cy Young candidate at this point. <laughs> he is just unbelievable. Uh, Lopez. We signed to a big deal this week, right? Um, That's good. Signed him to a big deal uh, for four more years. He's 26 years old. He's the guy we got in the trade for, um, What's the little guy who led the league in batting last year? Oh, yeah. We like him. Uh, Jesus This Christ. is terrible. Come on now. There's people who are going to just rip oh. us for this one. <laughs> the guy. It's... Come on. I'm trying to hit a consonant that triggers it for you. He, you know, he's the guy... Luis Arise. Arise. I had to look it up, guys. I, I was, don't don't give me credit. I had to look it up. That's yeah, really yeah. embarrassing. Lisa, okay, uh, yeah, but we liked him. But, Arise, you know. and he's been mashing too. Yeah. He's absolutely killing the ball for the Marlins. But I do think this trade was good for both teams. I think Lopez has been everything we could have hoped for as kind of a top of the rotation arm, or at least one of the arms who could be near a top of the rotation. Like I said, Sonny Gray has been awesome. Joe Ryan has been good for us. And even though the bats have been just okay, yeah, I know someone will say, "Oh, what about Larnick, who's been really good." Um, mostly the bats have been okay, I think, and the p- the pitching has been really good. Um, uh, and we haven't even got the best of Duran, the closer, yet. He's blown some saves. He's given up some home runs. He throws absolute hot lava, but um, sometimes when people make contact with that, it <laughs> goes a long ways, too. Um, what? How hopeful do you feel about the Twins? Are you just along for a, hopefully a few, you know, beer-filled, state fairy food type of experiences yeah that's what i want i mean that's all i really care about at this point if they you know if that's the thing it's like the second you get invested because you hear they're off to a hot start they start losing and every the the, you know the best teams in the league finish with like you know a 600 record (laughs) so you're gonna just lose a bunch and win a bunch and i hope that we get to the playoff because that's when i really start paying attention you know i i I want to see the Twins in the playoffs every year. 
Uh, yeah, me too. Um, one team that hasn't been in the playoffs much lately, but is uh, moving, is yeah. the Oakland A's. Dude, I know. Oakland is just getting shit on. They're like the worst team ever. They're just horrible. Yeah. And they are now moving to... Of course. Vegas. Everyone's course. moving to Vegas. They bought, you know, they approved the purchase of some huge lot in Vegas. And yeah, they're they're moving over. So Vegas has come up <laughs> recently. I guess they'll get a basketball team next. Probably the Wolves at this rate. And probably the Wolves. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. The Terrible. Vegas Wolves does sound kind of sick. That, dude, hurt, that hurt my feelings. Well, you know, that's it's probably where we're right, headed, dude. You're probably right. They'll be like, we need a team in Oklahoma City, but we don't need one in Minnesota. Um, yeah, so the A's moving to Vegas. I don't care. Vegas Vegas is a pretend good sports town. They're not. A, no, there's there's no real fans People there. pretend that it's a great place for sports, but it's just like is a place for opposing fans to go travel and gamble. Exactly. It's like, should we go to the Vegas game this year? Yeah, let's year? go to the Vegas baseball twins game. Yeah, because and then everybody saying. there is just on like some corporate comp tickets anyways. Ooh, that's so true. You know the whole, every fucking seat is purchased up by Target. Yeah. Okay, well, here's one for you. All okay, right? yeah, yeah. Um, my last question for you is, why are the loons so boring? Like, that's I know, on you, man. I know that, I, that people want to <laughs> talk about the loons and they want us to. I just don't know that there's a more boring team in sports. <laughs> they are average right now. They're like in the middle of the pack. Every year they're pretty good. Yep. Um, they uh, have three wins, three losses, and two draws. Perfect. They Sounds have, average. They've scored eight goals in eight games, <laughs> and they've given up eight goals in eight games. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that is the most dull thing ever. They're one of the lowest scoring teams in the league, but they have one of the best defenses in the league like every year. Yeah. This team just, I don't know, like I want to care. Um, they just need an exciting name, but you know, we're not going to be the team that signs those, you know, how much would you love it if some premier league player that was getting up there in age signed with the loons, it would be super fun. I'd be more excited if a, like stud young South American player came. That you, well, yeah, and you Reynoso would actually know was the who one they are. Who, Reynoso was the one they thought, but then he is like, is he gone? I don't think he's back. Okay, I think he's just like left the team. Oh my god, I which is just that. like so weird. <laughs> Disappeared. I, back I want to care. They have, they've got kind of cool jerseys going on this year, and I want to care. But like, it's just like in sports, if you're not going to be good, like if your whole strategy is to be this defensive team. But you lose a lot of one nothing games or you draw a lot of 0-0 games. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to care. And it's like hard for me to really want to buy into that product. Because unless you're like a top-level team, having a really boring game plan sucks right. for the fans. So if you're going to have a boring game plan, you better be fighting for a title. Because it's the only way that people can really buy into that. And otherwise, you have to be like scoring goals and putting on an exciting product. And I just don't think that the, the Loons do enough of that. Yeah, they don't have that. They don't have any household names, like you said. It is a fun place to go, but watching on TV, I find myself not tuning in, you know, or I'll just follow it along on my phone or something. So Yeah, yeah, and I would say that we should go to another game this year. That was fun. We did have fun. Yes. Like I think that we should what we should do though is we should wait for the summer and then find a a fun game that has we know is going to have good weather. Yes. And then like get kind of late tickets for the cheap. Let's do it. That sounds perfect. You know what I mean? Like, so we, so we're not like, oh man, it's gonna rain. No, like, I'm not. Like, make I'm not, sure the weather's yeah. good. I want to like see the weather like two days before, <laughs> and then make that call. Um, but yeah, I think that this team, like, I think, 
I think it's troubling. They haven't been around that long. They've been pretty successful, but the buzz about them is is none. And I think that they should be concerned about that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that you know some of these MLS teams in other cities are really creating like a buzz around their teams, yeah. and they're becoming a staple. And it's not really happening here, even after they got the the you know the new stadium and everything. So we'll see. I, I think that we'll have exciting years at some point, but this year might not be it. Yeah, it's rough. So it's rough. Bro. All right. Well, that's it. That's where we're at. That's the state of sports here for us. Um, it looks like the Wild are gonna lose. They're uh, down late. They've Marcus Felino is like playing for the other team tonight. He just keeps <laughs> taking horrible penalties. They've scored two power play goals on stupid penalties by him. So yeah. good work, Felino. We we hate you. Um, but but uh, other than that, I guess it's gonna be a tough series. We're gonna go seven games probably. Have to win another one on the road in Dallas if the Wild are gonna move on. Um, and you know what? The the status quo of of Minnesota sports just lives on. It's just, you can't escape it. We'll be back uh, next week to talk about Hendon Hooker and trying to talk. <laughs> I mean, guys, honestly. Eric's going to switch. Like, you know, actually, I, mean, I, mean, um, I, mean, I looked I mean, some highlights up, and I think it could be something interesting here. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is you're going to have to, um, you're going to have to have some hope because he's going to be your, you're going to tie your wagon to him for oh, four or five years. Yeah. And so I'm going to have to come next week and be like, let me tell you, Hooker played in this offense, kind of a college spread offense. And if we just get a couple more playmakers and his knee heals and he's not too old, right. you know, I'm going to be selling everyone on Hendon Hooker next week. So I hope I hope you don't have to do that. I want you to be genuinely excited. I want you to be like, you know, we just want to shoot for the moon, dude. We want somebody yeah. low floor, high ceiling. Like, let's go. Let's go for it. That's what I want, Anthony Richardson. Yeah, that sounds like I that's want, our guy. I want Anthony Richardson, and I did see a guy, um, Dustin Baker, who's a great follow for the Vikings. Okay, he said that this one. I, this is terrible reporting by me, but he said this one guy who makes mock drafts okay. professionally for some professional company nailed all of the Vikings draft for the most part last year, and was like totally had his finger on the pulse with the Vikings. Yeah, and this year he said the Vikings are going to trade up to ten and take Anthony Richardson. That'd be electric. So that's what we want. That'd be electric. Give the people what they want. Even if it goes poorly, he'll run all over teams. And it'll be fun. <laughs> it will be fun. All right, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies Podcast. Until our next episode, our screencast, uh, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the, the Nordies. Nordies. <laughs>